Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast. The Holy Commutes podcast is your only daily morning wiffle ball show. I am the Wednesday, one of the Wednesday hosts. My name is Trent Steffes. Along with me is Austin Steffes, as always. Austin, welcome. Thank you, Trent. Yeah, Thank great you. to have you. Great to have you back. Another season here, st- the start of April and its opening month the for most, so many leagues. Most exciting month of, of wiffle ball, to be honest. One of the most exciting months besides October and... To be back is incredible. Feels good. You are not the only Austin in the room right oh. now. We are joined yeah. by the HRL Touch 'Em All podcast. The first time ever we are doing a collab. Welcome to the show, Evan Sibbett and Austin Hovis. What's up? Great to be here, guys. <laughs> that was Austin and Evan, respectively. Um, Evan, welcome to the show. Four-time HRL MVP, the only person to ever do that. And you're also one of three people to ever win the trifecta of Minnesota championships, the HRL championship, the MNWA championship, and the Shed Field championship. So as I implied, two other people have done that, Evan. The other person is sitting right here. Hove, did you know you did that? Yeah, you told me. Okay. <laughs> a while back. I did. <laughs> Evan did too. Yeah. I'm glad you I'm glad you remembered because that's a huge feat and there's only a limited amount of people that could actually pull that off. Mm-hmm. And so it was you two and John Cronin who had done that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point out as my first thing I say on this is it's cool to be because that makes me realize I've like come up with wiffle ball here in Minnesota. Yeah. It's just cool because that was the backyard game that went why we're all here. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Evan, the first four-time HRL MVP. Go ahead. Uh, this was your first year in Hopkins, correct? First year in Hopkins, yes. First how, five in Eden. How vindicating was it for you to to make the move to Hopkins, which is known as the Iron City? Of the two cities, it's objectively the harder city, top to bottom. In your first year in it, you win MVP. Yeah, it was great feeling. Um, I think I said it most of the back half of the year at least. All that really mattered for me was winning a championship again because I had been back. I had already won one uh, with Hove and, and the Dodgers. And so the MVP was kind of like icing on the cake, but all credit to my teammates. Uh, they're the reason I play. They're the reason I'm able to have success and get gaudy numbers and whatnot. So yeah, all the credit in that aspect at least and, and just how we finished as a team this year goes to those guys. It was a heck of a team. Obviously, you finished, what, with two losses on the season? Or two, one? Two in the regular season and then two in the postseason. Wow, four losses total, and that was the HRL Aces that you were on. Correct. Hove, you, uh, we're, here, we're here in your residence, and we are looking at the <laughs> Baby Cakes jersey. Um, you two were World Series opponents. That's right. Um, was that the first time that's happened? No, was that two years ago? No, first year as opponents facing right. each other. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, so, okay, did you... Have you made the World Series every year you played? Yeah, technically, technically the first games that I played in the HRL were not in a season that anything was won. It was the season that they made it made it to the World Series before we won it with the Dodgers right. in 19. 19 was technically my rookie season, though. Yeah. Like, I was up for rookie there, so I guess that's what confirmed me I was right. even a rookie. I think so. But I have been in every year since. Damn, yeah. that's so impressive. Um, so wow. you're with the Baby Cakes. You're with the Aces. Austin, you and I are with the Mariners. We're going to go... It's, it's, it's confusing a lot of times because, you know, we're all teammates as well. So, and there's so many Austins just in our lives. Like you said, your roommate's name is Austin. We have another teammate named Austin. So I'm going to refer to Hove as Hove 
and my co-host brother is Austin. That's going to be the naming. I'm Hove. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. Hove. And we got Evan and Trent. So the reason we have the HRL Touch Em All podcast on is because HRL is celebrating the 20th season of its existence, established in 2004. Um, it's it's set to be the biggest year on record for us. You know, we're back up to 24 teams. Um, the hype for the season is unreal. The talent's never been better. Uh, the quality of the league has never been better. The quality of the players, just everything about the HRL has basically never been better. And so we wanted to kick that off and continue the hype train to opening day. Opening day is on April 20th of this year. So this month, it's like I said, like I said earlier, it's opening month. Our opening day is April 20th. And so we want to build that. The next few weeks, you two are going to be joining us. Like I said, the HRL Touch Em All podcast, you two host that. And you're going to be joining us for the next two or three weeks. And we are going to be breaking down HRL. And uh, yeah, just like I said, leading up to that hype. All right. So like I said, we're going to be talking a lot about HRL. And we'll be going over the division draft and how the division shaped up for the HRL this year. And we'll be giving our predictions and stuff. But I did touch on it a little bit earlier. We are te- we are all teammates in that we are four of the members of the North Stars who competed at UWIF this year in 2022. Representing Minnesota, fast switch. Yes, North sir. Yeah. Yep, we had uh, all four of us there. And so just a lot of well-traveled Wifflers around this table because we've each gone to multiple states to play wiffle ball, um, whether it's hometown cup or national tournaments or mm-hmm. skibby and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um Austin, this was your first, or God, I already broke it. I already broke it. Ho, oh, <laughs> UWIF was your first national tournament. What, would, what did you think of that? Not your first, actually. Technically, I had been to a few before that. Which one? Hometown was a only national, a and only national na- tournament. And only though. national, I mean, because there were people from right. East Coast. I'd played against people, I think, from Vegas or so. Hometown was True. on that national circuit as a Hometown Cup year. is a right. is a legendary slow pitch tournament for anyone out there. I'm, Absolutely. I'm still a rookie to like knowing about the history of it. I don't know much, but I've went with Evan. Evan and I are longtime friends, so I've I went with him multiple summers to that. And we also went to one other one, Chicago. Can never remember what that one was. World of Football, that was when we were a lot younger. Oh yeah. Start but this was to answer your question, it 100% was my first experience with uh, Fast Pitch, um, yeah. East Coast. That's a good denomination. Definitely, yeah, no no yeah. hate to Hometown Cup at all. And like you said, it's definitely it's part of that National Wiffle Grand Slam of national championships, yeah. uh, which is NWA Tournament, UWIF, uh, Hometown Cup, and the Golden Stick Open. So, yeah, you're correct. But, yeah, your first Fast Pitch National Championship. Yeah, it was – it's certified – in my mind, the best tournament for wiffle ball in the world. And I think that's why they, you guys, they made a, a logo that says World Championship on it because that, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Teams from all over the world the first time coming in. Mm. It's incredible. I, I just, I think we're all, we were all, we all just had a good time being there. So the fact that we played in it was really yeah. cool. That's a great point. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was so fun to watch. That's for sure. Um, Evan, you, HRL, the HRL Dong Show went to the NWA Tournament Championship back-to-back seasons, and then there was a perfect storm of bad 
conditions that led to HRL not going to NWA tournament in 2022. Mm-hmm. How did that feel, and how excited are you to go back and kind of? I mean, honestly, I still feel at this point like you're kind of you're you're like one of the teams to beat, even with taking the year off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of weird not planning after four straight years and four straight years where those were the first kind of beginning of my HRL career. But, you know, it was earlier in the year, so we didn't even have a full year in between 2021 tournament. And, like, my arm was just not in a great place Mm -hmm. to even be able to try that at that time. So it was like, oh, it's almost kind of a relief. Not to mention some other teams that had historically gone and had success. You know, Final Fours Championships, AWAs, the WSEMs, Wills. Mm -hmm. A lot of actually former champs didn't go. Um, That's true. But you're right. It's going to be a good feeling to go back. Um, again, it's in July, but I love Pittsburgh when we went out. Austin, you were there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Everybody had a great time. And it was COVID, but Davey and the, the guys up there, they put on a great event. And I'm just absolutely, you know, they're going to put on another great event this year. That was a magical tournament. That yeah. was. <laughs> magical round. Yeah. Mentioning COVID, too, it's going to be... You know, it's going to be a year this year for sure. It's pretty much back to, yeah. you know, business as usual as far as running yeah. stuff. And yeah, no doubt about that. As a fan of the of, of, NW, of NWLA, Minnesota, it's like Minnesota showing back up at mm-hmm. the tournament, you know, the former yeah. champs. When you yeah. play for HRL and you go and represent HRL, it's like, it's a seal of approval and it's also a big responsibility because you got guys, gals, everybody back home counting on you. And historically, we've never had, like, an atrocious finish. So, you know, you always want to compete. And when you get backs up against a wall, it's kind of fun to play like your hair is burning on fire. (laughs) It's a fun dynamic. It's going to be great. Like you said, I hope there's, I think there's going to be a lot more more teams there back. Um, And, I mean, not to take away anything from the 2022 NWA tournament. Um... Let's one thing that we were talking about before we went up before we started before we hit record here was the results of here of the top five of the drop one hundred. The drop one hundred was completed on the day of that we're recording this, um, and we were talking a lot about the one and two because I think that this, it was a solid one and two, and we can definitely talk about that. I wanted to ask you two, or I wanted to ask all of you. Awesome, we can start with you. Yeah. How about Jordan Robles at three or at four? I know. <clears throat> and refresh me. Who was at three again? I can't remember, dude. Ben Stan. Ben oh, Stan yeah, was ben at Stan. three. Okay. That's right. That's right. I the thought non-pitcher, but honestly, when oof. it came out, I I was thinking Jordan could have been two, but could have been three. And to see him at four, I mean, it was a little bit of shock. But to still be top five, I mean, he's he's a top five player, so it, it's, it's it's still not shocking. And he could be one next year, and would be no surprise to me. I gotta say, that's a perfect example. That's a top five. That's impossible to get a hundred percent right. You know, am I? So, yeah. it's it's. A, I mean, it's a it's a great top five. If if Jordan, if you want, here's what I'll say about Jordan because I've got to know him a little bit, and he's just such a cool dude, the best. If oh, yeah. if you have one game, any style, biggest stage, one game, and you're trying to win, you got to pick one guy out of the bucket of anybody available. You know, he's probably the guy you're rolling with because he's such a dog. He's such a competitor. And on Sunday, we had the privilege, us four, all of us, of being there and seeing him from start to finish to the last pitch was thrown, which didn't go his way. But he's just such a competitor. Um, For him to get number four, I thought he could be anywhere from two to three to four maybe. So I was a little bit kind of disappointed by that. But 
it's tough when you got the top three guys mm-hmm. being as great as they are too. Um, you make such a good point about just how locked in he was on that Sunday. And I mean, that's after an entire summer of like be, being the biggest name in all of wiffle ball too. And like backing it up and, ma- and making the switch and like going out and playing in MLW, which is the most eyes in all of wiffle ball and becoming their biggest star, you know, right. on the level or maybe surpassing the level of Jimmy Norp in that universe. So to back it up with such an amazing performance and at, at you with is just wild. And like you said, he's probably the number one pick in any draft in any league. Yep. No doubt about that. He would mm-hmm. crush it in HRL, dude. He's got to come out to HRL. Yeah, it'd be fun in the year we host to get him out for a series or two before. Yeah, dude. If he ever wants to play in an NWA and he wants to come play for the HRL, he's got a spot. <laughs> we'll, we'll fly him out six times to get him eligible. It might oh. be child's play. <laughs> yeah, it might not be good for the league take over right away. Austin, what do you think of Will Smithy, the 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 darling of the Midwest from CCW, uh, the walk off winner of his of his fast pitch league, the walk off winner of the NWA tournament national championship, and he perfect game to the world champions. He held Ben, he made Ben Stant go 0 for five. Ben Stant, who had 22 hits that weekend. What do you think of him at number two? I think it's a great spot for Will. I think he could have easily been number one. But, I mean, to just look at it, like, personally, like, from from a personal standpoint, looking at what he did, what an incredible year to walk off and win NWLA tournament and then to walk off and win your own league. Like, it's it's something special winning your own league, and I think uh, not a lot of, like, merit is put into that enough. And no matter how big or small the league is, it means a lot to people. And CCW is a really, like, credited league, so... To win that and then have the performance that he did at all of his fast pitch, fast pitch performances, especially you with and going shutting down Ben Stan five times is really tough and on that stage and mm-hmm. perfect gaming the jugs like the, the back to back world champs, the back to back world champs and it, it, what an incredible player. Yeah, but I mean, all of that can be said for Tim or for Ryan. Ryan. God damn oh. it, <laughs> that's so embarrassing. For Ryan, who was the number one player for the drop one hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and they won the the big game that the game that the biggest game that matters. Yeah, like you like you just said about how important it is to win your league. Well they mm. won the league, basically. Uh-huh. And when it comes to fast pitch and this is the the, the drop is the countdown of the fast of the fast pitch top one hundred. And mm-hmm. so, you know, he won the league, he won the he won the top fast pitch league, he won the top fast pitch tournament. Mm-hmm. A legend. Yeah. And in the HRL, we we like clutch players, and <sighs> how can you be more clutch than than that? Ryan McElrath. Oh man, and, watching the Jugs play. Will Smith. Yeah, with the home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will Smith with two walk off home runs. When I see yeah. that, yeah, because I don't know like him like that or many of those guys. When I read that he did that, what? Yeah. He's pretty a, uncharted territory. So that's so, so he's definitely a number one in my book. Like he's the best well, player. To go to UF two after pitching at NWA and doing as good as he did with Cupball and just tearing it up, like being one of the better pitchers, like that's crazy. On both like, sides. Um like 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 I think he's a better hitter than, than Ryan. I, I don't know. I think it's close. I think he could be a better hitter than Ryan, but Ryan's pitching Ryan Ryan's a better pitcher, but it's, I think Will Will Smithy is up there's top top three pitchers. It's an incredible top three, I gotta say. Yeah. It's an incredibly, I mean, not controversial, but like it's a really interesting top three because you have, you know, the a guy who didn't throw a pitch 
2022 in the top three of fast pitch wiffle ball players because he's that game changing of a bat. And I mean, that's not even yeah, up that's for de- crazy. That's not even up for debate. Like I think I a game changing bat, any game, any time. I think I saw that he went like 600. He hit 600 at NWLA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wild. Home runs in like four straight. DE games, that's just nuts. Ben Stant, 22 for 36. And he's 36. getting better. He's and he's young. getting better. Dude. He's very young, too. I know. I didn't know he was younger than me, so... Yeah. Is he really? He's a cat. I think he's, like, 22. So Wild. I think Wild. he might be no. younger than you, Oz. Yeah. Ben Stant? Stop. Yeah. No. I think he's 22 or 23. Are you kidding That's me? dangerous. No. Yeah. So he might have a prolific run where... No, this is going to wreck me. Murders pitchers for the young. next eight years, you know, so... Get used to seeing him on the top. Are you kidding five. me? Yeah. No. I'm no. Not he. W- how long is Austin's he playing? Baffles, <laughs> Wait. How long has he been on? Been playing wiffle ball in the. G- oh God! I think he's been playing hey. since he was like fourteen. Yeah. Him and they Red. play. They start early out there, bro. I mean, well, you Red, started early. Red learned from his dad. Yeah, yeah that's and true. So dude. he's, but he's a little bit older. Obviously, he's mm-hmm. married. He, I think, I think Red's my age. Yeah. Uh, so like wow. twenty-eight. Sorry, I'm just. I was gonna say. <laughs> the drop itself. I'm more on Insta than Twitter. Yep. I've been staying up on Twitter just because there's wiffle ball stuff on there. Of course. But very comprehensive work with this whiff drop, whiffs drop, and I'm impressed. And it makes me and it makes anyone out there who sees it much more interested in wiffle ball, I think. Absolutely. And I can't wait to be looking at this one next year. And these two guys on either side of me will be higher up on that list. Hell yeah, yeah. As you said that, Austin, you were number 100. Evan, were you 95? Or were you 92? 97 and 95, yeah. Right on. Don't be got 92, I believe. Okay, so then you were 95. We got a five North Stars in the top top 100. It's pretty impressive for, yeah. I like that a lot. But uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of that work was done in MNWA too. And, you know, as as much as we talked about your, your insane stuff in HRL, it's like equally... In MNWA as well, I think you're a multiple-time MVP, yeah. Uh, yeah. playoff MVP, stuff like that. Just an all-around Minnesota wiffle ball legend. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap up part one. Um, the conversation that Austin and I ended up having with the HRL Touch Em All podcast with Evan and Hove, that conversation that we had ended up becoming three parts. And so we split it up into this part, and the next week we're going to be talking about the HRL division draw. And then the week after that, in order to celebrate HRL opening day, we are going to be getting everybody ready with a huge extravagant episode, going over one player to watch from every team. So we're going to be going over some very in-depth looks of the HRL the next couple weeks. And uh, yeah, so you can check out the HRL Touch Em All podcast if you want to hear some more of from Psych and Hove. You can um, check them out basically wherever podcasts are downloaded. Just look up HRL Twin Cities, HRL Touch Em All, anything like that. One thing I wanted to talk about real quick was the music that we have here for Holy Commute on Wednesdays for April. Uh, We are celebrating Mineral Man Month, and Mineral Man is this band from Minneapolis that we are highlighting because they're made up of a bunch of guys from HRL's newest franchise, the Space Cowboys. We're going to be celebrating that. We're highlighting some music made by wiffle ball players. So if you like what you're hearing, um, we opened up today with Lucky Start off of their Sand Bucket album. And uh, the interlude music that was playing right now is from the same album. And I think we're going to be closing here with a cover of Don't Let Me Down by the Beatles. 
um, from their Red Mars trilogy album. So yeah, this is Mineral Man. Like I said, a group of HRL wiffle ballers making music. So you can go and support them. Follow them on Instagram. They're very active at Mineral Man underscore music. You can get their music um, on any music streaming platform. So Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, anything like that. Uh, yeah, give them a support. They're going to actually be playing. If you're in Minnesota and if you're in the Twin Cities and you would like to check out this band, they're going to be playing at the Cadence Records and Coffee Cafe in downtown St. Paul. Um, on Friday, April 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a nice night of music. Um, honestly, Minneapolis has got this insane, insane scene for music. Um, and so you can absolutely check it out. They're going to be joined by Bird Bass, Freezer Jam, and Precedented Time. So if you want to see some cool local Minneapolis music, uh, Minneapolis, Twin Cities music, come out to St. Paul uh, at, the, at the Cadence Records and Coffee Cafe. Again, that's 7 p.m. You can check that out on Instagram from Mineral Man's Music as well. Um, yeah. So for Hoven Psych and my co-host Austin, this is Trent Steffes here with Holy Commutes Wednesdays saying see ya. And uh, stick around tomorrow morning. Sam Skibby is going to be coming at you with some great wiffle ball content. Um, the commissioner of the SWBL. So yeah. Stick around for that and enjoy some Mineral Man. All right. Have a great day. Nobody ever really done me.